Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today our topic of discussion is mental wellness. And on the topic of mental wellness today, we're gonna to be talking about things to help us maintain a high level of mental wellness in the way that we orient the world around us. And one of the great areas that can have like an impact on our mental wellness is indecisiveness. So I wanted to talk a little bit about indecisiveness in today's session because sometimes the dilemma is in making a choice. There is a choice dilemma that many of us deal with on a day-to-day -day basis and I am someone who can be a little bit on the indecisive side. It really depends on what it is. For the most part, there are certain things that I'm resolved. I know what I want and I go for it, but there are other things that are a little bit new, a little bit unfamiliar. So the choice isn't necessarily clear. And so rather than deal with indecisiveness, which I think is deciding on a choice and then quickly 
flip-flopping back between two choices. I like to give myself space and I like to give myself time. So I think the best way to battle indecisiveness in and of itself is to give yourself leeway to make a choice in time. A lot of what drives indecisiveness is feeling this time pressure that often is manufactured that we have to make a decision right now. But we are very cognizant subconsciously or consciously that we don't necessarily have all the pieces required to make the best decision for us for the things that we know we are hoping to accomplish that this choice might impact, right? So I think that's where indecisiveness comes from, like this time pressure to make a choice now when we always have the choice to make the choice later. And that's a lot of, you know, repetition of that same word there, but hopefully you get my drift. So I wanna talk a little bit about how I deal with indecisiveness and the periods of time where I experience it and all of the different ways that I am very caring and very forgiving to myself in the face of the roadway after a choice made when I was really indecisive as to the choice that I should be making. And I think that indecisiveness is a true indicator that we're stepping in unfamiliar terrain where we're outside of our comfort zone to make that kind of choice or a choice from that level or the choice that makes that kind of an impact. So I think that the one thing that is really crucial that I'd like to come across is no choice that comes after a period of indecisiveness for me is a permanent choice. It's a conditional choice because I recognize that I don't have all the appropriate information to make a definitive choice. So I will start on a specific path to collect information as I kind of make traction on that path and then do a check-in. And so that's how I deal with indecisiveness. I'll make an interim choice or an intermediate choice, like a choice that's like a baby step. It's not fully committing. It's like dipping my toe in the water to see if whether or not I want to put my foot in. And then from there, deciding whether or not do I want to put my leg in and my other leg and, and move on so on and so forth. And I think that this is the best way that I've been able to manage indecisiveness by like piecemealing the decision into smaller bite sizes decisions that will also provide me with the opportunity to gain more information to see if this is really the best trajectory for me. And I think that that's really important because a lot of the times many of us after a period of indecisiveness we full throttle. We, we make a choice, we commit to that choice, despite the fact that we're very keenly aware that we're not quite sure what it is that we're committing to. And so I don't believe that I can commit to something when I'm not fully cognizant of all the parameters of that commitment. So I like to make conditional commitments. It's like, you know what, I'll commit to trying it out. I'll commit to X, Y, and Z. And then so long as the feedback is aligned, if it is not feedback that would otherwise deter me, I'm giving myself full permission, full rights to pivot and to go into a different direction. And I think that a lot of us don't give ourselves that freedom. We don't give ourselves the grace to just, okay, didn't realize this was gonna happen. These things are happening, not the choice for me. Because a lot of the times people like to back us into a corner for the choices that we make. And I think that that's also a big factor that plays into indecisiveness, just knowing all the people who have expectations or have hopes and you choosing a specific trajectory and then sometimes the fear of letting those individuals down. But I think that if you set the tone, if you frame it as, you know what, like I don't really have a full idea to what it is that I'm embarking on, but I'm happy to make a conditional choice here. And so long as things go X, Y, and Z, then I'm happy to continue on this trajectory. But frankly speaking, I'm not in a position to fully commit definitively to the objective that you're looking for, to the outcome, to the timeline, fill in the blank, because I am just not, I don't have the information required to feel confident in making that kind of definitive choice. So I think the best way of managing indecisiveness is to really demarcate between conditional choices and definitive choices and be clear with that in the language that you use 
use that, you know what, until you have a better sense as to how to navigate, until you have a stronger footing, that you're gonna make conditional choices. And if the terrain becomes hostile, you're giving yourself full right to back out of it without fear of reprisal. And I think that that's also so important. I think a lot of what plays into our indecisiveness is our inner critic giving us a sense as to how the people around us are going to react or how they're going to engage to the actual trajectory we choose. It's very important that, especially with those life altering commitments, right? When you're thinking about like major life goals, major life milestones, like other people's voices really should not play that big of a role in how you dictate your personal life. And I'm very open, I think, Many people who have been watching me or who watch me recognize that for me, my life choices keep me and the life that I'd like to build for myself in mind. And while, you know, I, I'm never going to celebrate disappointing other people, I also don't have a problem disappointing other people if I feel personally aligned. Alignment supersedes other people's disappointment. And I think that that has given me so much personal freedom to like, discard disappointment if I feel aligned. And I wanna give everyone sort of that power to ensure that when you're making choices, you're making the right choice for you, not the right choice for the people around you, but then subsequently to your detriment. In any case, that was the topic of today. Short, sweet, light, but hopefully still a value add to you. If you're someone who struggles with indecisiveness, I want you to think about the reasons why you juggle back and forth or you make interim decisions where you're committing definitively just to pivot and then committing definitively just to pivot, I think give yourself the leeway, give yourself the grace and commit conditionally, right? Rather than committing fully and then backing out, it's like, well, you know what, if things go on in a certain way, if my experience is aligned to, you know, a specific sort of frame, then yeah, like this is something that I'm confident that I want to continue to pursue. But anything super unfamiliar where you really don't have the insight to make the best choice at that period of time, like be clear about that and make sure that people understand that it is unfair to expect you to commit definitively to a terrain that is a bit nebulous and ambiguous. So that is it for today, but definitely not all. Now before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune in. Now these events are paid events. So if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars and workshops, largely focused on self-mastery over and above those live events. So we invite you to tune in. We invite you to be part of our hashtag game changer community, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. So we are on the road to 1K, so we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on all of our social media platforms and we look forward to continuing this growth journey with you. We'll talk to you soon. I just feel like no one's listening.